This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Florida Day. It's our X-Platform question of the day. What's your favorite thing about Florida? Tom Petty. Florida's own. Yes, as well. You can say Don Felder. I believe Don Felder of the Eagles. This was uh, one of his protégés. Tom Petty. He's from Florida, too. Uh, Okay. Felder's still with us? Yeah, Felder's touring. He's touring, right? I I love the beaches in Florida. There's some beautiful beaches like real wave beaches, not these sort of, I'm going to go to the Caribbean, look how blue the water is. Yeah, but where are the waves? I like the white sand. Yeah. The waves. I, I like waves. I want so You're more go. of a golf guy than Atlantic guy. Um, yes. Yes, an Atlantic guy. If you like waves. I want waves. I want action. Yeah, I don't no, care about I dig action. I'm, I'm not going in that water, so I don't care about the waves. You know why? Because you can't see the sharks. In that nice water, you see the sharks and you poop yourself and you still get eaten. Mike Chirico is going to join us at 1 o'clock. We'll talk about him uh, calling the Buccaneers and the Lions last weekend. And he gets ready for the Olympics in Paris as well. Friend of the show, Mike Tirico, like we said, less than one hour from now. And Mike Vrabel did interview yesterday for the Falcons job. And I guess he's going to talk to Charlotte today. Jeremy Fowler is reporting from ESPN that if Mike Vrabel takes a job, Arthur Smith yeah is going to be his offensive coordinator. I don't know if that's going to work here. So, again, what did I ask for? I want to see the videos of these interviews. When he sits down, are you planning on hiring Arthur Smith? Yes, I am. Thank you very much for coming. Now, because the way that everybody makes it sound is he can't come back into the facility, Arthur Smith. Then you shouldn't be talking to Mike Grable. Unless Mike Grable says, you know what? Here in Atlanta, I won't hire Arthur Smith. But he's going to hire him because they had success together. Why would he not hire him? then why is he coming in here? Why would you allow him in into your house? You come into a man's house. You insult him in his house. Well, I'll say his this. Where children sleep. <laughs> where his children play with their toys. I'll say this. It would be great for us if Rabel came here and Arthur Smith came back. It would be fantastic for us when you talk about storylines. On Monday, I asked you, I said, this would be the strangest thing that ever happened in a one-year period. You know, the SEC, you come, you go, you come back, you go over there, you go over there, but then you come back. This would be... Wait, we just kicked him out of the building. There were guys, I, I think Mike Smith was told to leave. I think Dan Quinn was, it was a little line, but told to leave. You Arthur, got that right, Chris. Arthur Smith was catching foots up the ass as he was going out from every fan. But I heard but he you was inter- listen, such not- a nice man. That's what they're going to say. He's a nice man who had a lot of success as a coordinator. Right. I'm saying if it comes down to that. And he's just going to call the offense. I'd have no problem. He has no other responsibilities. And we saw what he did as simply a coordinator with the Titans. So he's going back. He's going to reprise his role as an offensive coordinator. Can you promise me one thing? He never does a press conference ever again. If you tell me he never speaks, then I have less of a problem with it. Because if he starts, you know, coach explaining to me, I'm going to get angry all over again. He was kicked in the ass at the door. Mike Smith was, hey, thanks, Mike, for turning it around. Hey, Dan, thanks. We got to the Super Bowl. 
eh, we didn't like you didn't win it, but thanks for getting us to a Super Bowl. There's no feel good about Arthur Smith. None for lack of effort. So if you bring in Mike Vrabel, which I asked you on Monday, how could that play? And if he's saying that's what he would do, what conversation could you have if you're Arthur Blank with Mike Vrabel? Because you Why want would to talk that conversation about last more than 38 seconds? Maybe that's all it lasted. You want to talk about losing the fan base even more with Arthur Smith and that press conference, and then you bring back Arthur Smith as a coordinator and you hire Mike Vrabel, and you still don't have a quarterback, and you're going to count on Arthur Smith to help select the next quarterback? No, you're asking for it. I mean, from a PR standpoint, you're asking for it if you're the Falcons. Well, that's what press releases are for. Pretty them up a little bit. Make me feel better about it. Oh, wait, that's never happened in my life. You can't okie-doke me. I got to tell you, would that not be unprecedented at the NFL level? Coaches have been reassigned. Sure. But not fired and then immediately brought back in As an OC. Role. A very important role. You're not coaching the offensive line, which not to say the offensive line coach isn't important as well. Now, you know what I mean, though? Could you have conditions? Arthur Smith goes nowhere near the draft room. He doesn't look at any video of future quarterbacks. Here's what we do. Hand off left, hand off right. Let's turn this guy into Derrick Henry. Let's turn this guy into a better tight end. Can you do that for me, Arthur? Can you? And he would say, why are you screaming at me? Of course I can Mike, do that. Mike Rabel you saw what I did in Tennessee. Mike Rabel can't find another guy. Oh, and by the way, Derrick Henry's a free agent. Bring him in as well so we can have seven Ryan running backs. We're going to bring in Ryan Tannehill. They're all coming back. The entire band is being put back together. You can see the band back together Saturday, Braves Fest, Truist Park across the street, brought to you by Delta Airlines. Autographs from the players and the coaches. Obviously, the shopping and the dining all around the battery. Got to have a ticket, though. They are free. That's the good news. Download your complimentary tickets today and mark your calendars this Saturday, 10 to 4, Truist Park, Braves.com slash Braves Fest. Looking forward to seeing the fellas. I'll have an opportunity to sit outside the clubhouse. I think I are was you, told. Are you going to do what you did last year? Seven, you're going to save a bunch of interviews? 17 or 18 of them. Hmm. Remember to reset and introduce who you're talking oh to. I'll handle that. And if you do I'm, anything political, make sure you mention the boys down the hall. Extra 106.3, the only conservative talk station in the city of Atlanta with Tug and Rhino Giselle. and Los in the morning. What do you think's going on? What do you think about the whole Trump thing? Yeah, I'm not doing that. Sal, uh, what do you think of the Kimmer and Pete Davis in the afternoon? That That's going to be left out. What I'll do is what I did last year. I'll just drop in random resets, and we'll edit those resets in. That's all. I'll take care. Oh, I love how you guys all of a sudden, you're going to, you know. You're, I'm like the producer of, of uh, your interviews. I, I drop yes. in things here and there. We're your handlers. I do think there were a couple, Adam. I think what you're getting at, tell me if I'm right or wrong. I think what you're getting at is. A couple of guys sat down, and I did not even say who they were. You just rolled right into the first question. I don't. Good to see you. How's your offseason been? Yeah. I might have dropped first names, maybe. Matt, good to see you. Yeah. Matt Olson. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would tell you, who else could it be? Right. What else do you want? In, in your mind, it makes perfect sense. Of course. So if it, in your mind it makes sense, it's got to make sense every place I'm else. sitting outside a clubhouse. Why am I? I'm not on the radio at that point. Right. You're just having a conversation. Right. I don't feel it's radio you, at that I'm point. telling you. Chris Domino... Did the podcast before anybody knew what a podcast was. No resets, just one continuous conversation. Don't forget about Buck Spade. Yeah, because if you tuned into it, you should know who you're listening to. That was his philosophy. I didn't make you tune into it. I didn't make you. You tuned in because you wanted to. Years ago, you did an interview with the widow of Jackie Robinson, Rachel Robinson. Yes, I did. And Matt Egger was our boss back then, as Uh he is now. And he told you, this is not going to air, because I warned you that you need to reset. He gave you some tough love that day. And you know what How I said? How long did you not speak to him for? Uh, for? Three months. I said, this is Rachel Robinson. <laughs> 90 days. 90 days. It was a 90-day moratorium. I'm not going to speak to somebody who's 
thinks that Chris won't yell at you. He'll just cut you out. Yeah, that's it. He'll freeze you out. That's oh, how I, I knew that night of the Super Bowl you were mad at me. You totally froze me out. No Why couldn't you just record some resets and just drop them in? No, that's my job. I'll do it. Don't worry. Hey, I got a little housekeeping real yeah. quick. Okay. All right. So I've I've done some digging, and what Georgia is going to do is they're going to build the biggest video board in all of athletics. And it's going to be from 6,000 to 7,000 square feet. Wow. Oh, why Breaking don't they, news. Why don't they what does know that mean? Like college issue? athletics? It just says athletics. Athletics. All athletics. We're just like throwing things out yeah, there. All, it just doesn't. Six just to, athletics and all that that implies. Do you understand? How do you not know if it's going to be six or 7,000 square feet? Do you know what the difference is in that? Don't they need engineers to do this? Maybe that's why they had building problems over there. I'm telling you. Do this beforehand. Figure it out beforehand. 6,000 is different than 7,000. I promise you that. Um, the Braves are going to have two games early on TBS. The national games will be seen April the 16th when they take on the Astros in Houston at 8, and then May the 21st, the Cubs in Chicago at 7.30. And also when it comes to the Braves radio network, Jim Powell is no longer a part of the Braves radio network, wishing him certainly nothing but the best, but you're going to hear Ben and Joe. And then I like when they bring in like guys like Kelly Johnson, and other Darren players, O'Day. yeah, Darren O'Day did a lot of uh, yeoman's work on some of the road trips. Joe likes to take some time off mm-hmm. and uh, recharge the batteries, and then you bring in former players bring who do outstanding Aussie. work. Yeah, Peter Moylan. No, I, Chris Medlin. Isn't Chris Medlin the Aussie? No, no. Oh, I am think, I confusing I, those guys? I, I, I think you're getting all of your signals. No, Chris Medlin, texted, <laughs> Chris Medlin texted me this morning. Oh, that's oh. funny. Mm-hmm. Isn't that strange? Like, Chris Medlin's not asking about, hey, what do you think the Braves might do at the back end of the rotation? He sent me a text about the Falcons. Okay. We talked about Falcons coaching. One never knows. Uh, The uh, Panthers are stealing from the NFC South. According to Ian Rappaport, Dave Canales is leaving Tampa to be the Panthers' offensive coordinator. So maybe that means Mike Vrabel isn't going to get the job where he is today in Carolina because he wants Arthur Smith to be his OC. I'm just trying to connect all these dots. It's a lot of bouncing things. I can't wait for my wife to give me that spreadsheet tonight. It's a crapshoot. On the 43 people the Falcons have talked to. I mean, you really do need to visit and revisit this crapshoot thing with Arthur Blank, because this is a crapshoot. L- look at everything that's going Mike on right Smith, now. Mike Smith. It's not a crapshoot. No one knows how any of this is going to turn out. You thought you were going to have Belichick, and now apparently you're not going to have Belichick. Or the odds have been decreased in you getting Belichick, and now you have to talk to everybody else. And maybe you bring back Arthur Smith. I'm telling you, it's never been done before, mm-hmm. but you got to think of, about what we do for a living. Oh, storylines. That, that would be one of the greatest storylines in the offseason. Arthur Smith is getting his parking pass back? I told you, he's going to be three spots over. He doesn't get the, the spot. That's going to go to Mike Rabel. I'd like Rabel. Uh, Slowick is fine. Well, I told you, look, I put a couple of things and you said into existence. When everybody was saying Bears, I said Chargers. Then I just said, oh, I'll bet the field. Why do I have a feeling you'll end up with Aaron Glenn here? That's just sort of like, oh, you're going to go through all this and you're going to end up with that. And Aaron Glenn might be a good choice. Can I tell you? But it's not going to, you're not going to win the press conference. Mike it's McDonald, not going to move the meter. Mike McDonald, the D.C. up in Baltimore. I just read an article about him, and it's exactly what I said the other day. He throws his resume on the field. His film is his tape. His film is his resume. You don't need to talk to Mike McDonald. It sounds like Ooh, he's almost like a, a less bizarre version of Mike McDaniel. That's what he sounds like. Got, by, by the way, he has Georgia ties. He does. I love how nobody cares. Centennial High School and went to That's the nice. University of Georgia. When we come back, big talk coming from this big man in Motown into the red zone. We go next. It's Domino and Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM.
Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Of a driver who decided to leave an unwanted load on a stranger's driveway. Calvin, this one stinks. Imagine yourself in this scenario. Number one, someone takes a poop on your driveway. And number two, you have to clean it up yourself. Yeah, that's Florida, 1219. Camino, Chilini, the fan, 680-937 FM. It is National Florida Day. What's your favorite thing about Florida? That's the X-Platform question of the day. And that's what we do. That's what 60 years combined of sports talk radio experience get you. Domino and Cellini, 50 years follows us. 110, over a century of sports talk radio experience. This show and Chuck and Chernoff. That's a long time. A very long time. Collectively, show. we've seen the Hindenburg. We made it through World War I and II. And then Korea and Vietnam. You need me to keep naming them? I can. But that's what happened on Matt Lear's birthday. So if you just punch in your birthday in Florida, you'll see a bunch of different things, bizarre things pop up. Ask me what my least favorite thing about Florida is. What is your least favorite thing, Chris, about the Florida? Everglades. I have said that when I drove from west to east or east to west to go watch baseball games, when I used to drive myself around, I don't care if nine cop cars get behind me, lights flashing and blaring. I'm not stopping in the Everglades. I will stop once I'm out of the Everglades. Mm-hmm. If you've got me wronged, if if you think I'm a I'm a criminal who robbed a gas station at the beginning of the Everglades, I'm not stopping until the end. You can throw more charges at me. I the idea that I would break down or have a flat tire in the Everglades, you're going to be riding on the rims. Sparks are going to be coming off of your axle because you're not stopping. I think I was ready at one point to put an extra like. 190 miles on my trip to avoid the Everglades. I can't believe people swim in lake, swim in lakes. I had an uncle who did it. He just passed away, Uncle Eddie. You know the alligators finally got him, Uncle Eddie. No, no, no. 98 years old. He had other stuff going on. He was 98 years he old. He swam with those gators, and I said, I dare you. You come and get Uncle Eddie, and they never did. Yeah, no, he, he swam in a, in a pond behind his house. <laughs> he said, no, they don't bother you. Okay. All right. Says you. I didn't go and get out of here, you gator. And you don't even look at me in his swim boy. I didn't even want to go to his house. I cried. (laughs) I I was 22 years old. They said we're going to Uncle Eddie's. I cried. Like a baby. Um, Conference championship. Sleep in that house. (laughs) Conference championship weekend is upon us. And that means the throwdown is back. The biggest weekend of the NFL playoffs means we're going to be at Patrick's in Vinings, the 23rd annual AFC NFC throwdown. One to three, you're going to hear Atlanta's official NFL pregame show and other radio personalities stopping by all the way to the 3 o'clock kickoff. Eight high-def screens there. Big Ernie is there at Padrick's. He is the owner. You can't miss him. They call him Big Ernie for a reason. And you'll find out who is going to Vegas when all is said and done this Sunday. Padrick's in Vinings. Our friend the Mad Dog stirs things up again heading into conference championship weekend. We'll tell you how in about five minutes. 
Punching it in from the goal line. This is the drive into the red zone. Brought to you by Realtree. Your number one source for camouflage and the great outdoors. Realtree. Family, friends, and the outdoors at Realtree.com. All right, let's start with Aiden Hutchinson of the Lions. He says he and his teammates fully expect to beat the Niners and be in the Super Bowl. He said thanks to his coach. Um, Dan Campbell, I think we all believe it. We all believe we're going to come into the game with the expectation of winning it. Going to the Super Bowl, we expect nothing less. That's our attitude going in there. I'll tell you this. I don't know. Lions Nation traveled strong all year. I don't know what it's going to look like out there in Santa Clara, but I do know this. The average ticket price for this game is about $2,400. The average ticket price. Uh, As I like to say, the piggy banks have been full. They've been sticking quarters and dollars into the piggy banks for the Lions for a very very long time. Time to crack them open and enjoy as much as you can. Now, I watched Aiden Hutchinson on field. Remember, local kid right down the road. Then goes to college at Michigan, obviously. Then he wanted to be drafted by this team. He got emotional on the field. Let me let you hear Dan Campbell. I got two cuts from Dan Campbell here. And I want you to hear again, Dan Campbell, tough guy. We're going to bite your knees. There's a moment where he pauses. Let me tell you, he's not pausing because he doesn't know what to say. He's pausing because he gets emotional. You guys are unbelievable, man. I'm telling you, we talked about it all all year. This started a long time ago. You're built for this. You're f- built for this, man. And look what you guys did. You went out there and the what? It's another f-ing hot team that we knocked off. It's the next hot team that you knocked off. Do you know how hard it is to win this f-ing league in the playoffs? Do you understand what you're doing right now? What we're capable of? He's not exaggerating. The Rams were hot. And obviously the Buccaneers, they were both riding high going into those games. He's really emotional. He gathers himself up and becomes Dan Campbell again. I just want you to hear this next cut about how the plan could work for the Lions. That's two. We got two to go. With a pie in the middle. I'm unbelievably proud of everybody in here, man. Coaches, players, that's a way to mount up, man. That's not a, that's a, that's a f-ing difficult team to beat, man. All right, I got one game ball. Man, in the game, he- play Derek Barnes. Derek Barnes' first interception was the interception he had the other day. And he talked about the three-year journey that all of these guys have been on. GM coach Dan Campbell also said with a bye in the middle, folks, what he's talking about is the two weeks. You win the NFC, you get a bye in the middle. And he's letting these guys know, lay it out. Oh, we did play the... Here's Derek Barnes accepting his game ball. Here comes that first four interception. Circus catch. And Mike Tirico will join us at 1 o'clock. Yep. 35 minutes from now. The last time the Lions won on the road in the postseason, 1957, when they went to Kizar Stadium in San Francisco and came from behind, trailing 27-7 to at one point and rallying with 24 unanswered to beat the Niners 31-27. to That's the last time they won a championship, too. So everything is falling in line. You're going back to San Francisco. It's bizarre. How about the fact that Baltimore's got two Super Bowls, but they're hosting an AFC championship game for the first time since 1971? The last time the Lions won on the road was 1957. Think about how many stadiums have been built and demolished in the time that these teams did what we're talking about they did We're talking about two stadiums prior to where San Francisco is playing right now, Keysar and then Candlestick Park. Great turf there at Candlestick Park. Wow. Immaculate. 
said no one ever. Do you do you know if have you seen the history of the guys who played a candlestick? The illnesses that they've come up with? This is not like even it's crazy how many guys came down with different forms of everything after playing their careers rolling around in that dirt. So it's not even like there's nothing humorous about this. There is a connection to illness when you play for those 49ers teams for a very long time. Frank Ragnow is the center of the Lions. He got hurt during that victory over Tampa but finished the game. And he's got a foundation, Rags Remembered Foundation. And Lions fans, uh, they came through much like the Buffalo fans. Listen to this. I talked to someone with the foundation yesterday, and it was over 20 grand. Hats off the Lions fans. That's completely unnecessary, but so, so special. And it just speaks to this, how great this community is and how supportive these fans are. This who, reminds who me. Who sprained knees? Yeah. Who sprained knees, and the fans wanted to say, hey, look, man, we knew that you sucked it up out there. You do that there in a blue-collar town, that's that's what's going to happen. Exactly right. The, to a certain extent, now, the, the element of surprise maybe wasn't there as much, but I, I've got a feeling this is like this town was in 98 when the Falcons went to the Super Bowl, only to the nth degree because you got generations upon generations of Lions fans who, who can't believe what they're seeing right now. There was a guy who used to work in town. I don't know, maybe some people remember his name, Jimmy Powers. I've been texting with him since they went on this run. Texted with him this morning about how bonkers the city of Detroit is. Tigers have stunk. Pistons have stunk. Red Wings give you a little bit of a, a pop, but they've been waiting for this for so long. Yeah, this is every bit as bananas as that, if not more. Now, it's the colder weather version of that. He reminded me, and I said, hey, we talked about it. They sold out those 20,000 tickets in no time. They're going to do the lower bowl. There's going to be tailgating outside before you go into the building. I don't know so what it's, it's a full be. game experience. Yes, yeah. and 20,000 people are going to be in the bowl watching the game on the screen. Yeah, it's, it's incredibly, and if they get the Super Bowl by week in between, I can't imagine what's going to happen. Now, look, I know that a lot of people, we talk about couches being burned in victory or defeat. Some towns are a little bit more dangerous than others. We were in Detroit. There's parts of Detroit you don't want to go party in. Oh, no, but I want a happy party. Yeah, don't go over there to party. When I worked in St. Louis, they told me there were certain places. Oh, I just, they won a World Series. Let's go party. No, don't go party over there. Yeah, we had to stay when we were in Detroit for the Super Bowl in literally a crack hotel. And one of our coworkers got to stay in the, the NFL hotel. We didn't. If, you wa- did. if you're wondering what the difference between a crack hotel and the NFL media hotel is, I'll tell you how it is. Do you know the most fascinating number about this game coming up this weekend? I got a guy who was drafted number one overall in Jared Goff. I got a guy who was the last pick of the draft in Brock Purdy. They're playing in the same game this week. That's the difference of a crack hotel in Detroit and the NFL media hotel. And that's One's why. One's a first, first overall number one pick, and the other one is the last pick. And that's why I want Bobby Slowick here, because he comes from that Kyle Shanahan tree. He can plug in guys and the right guys, and it can work in this system. I believe that. And he's got that second interview today Here's what with the Falcons. Here's what you're not going to know. And I'm not going to use the word, but here's what you're not going to know. Ha- has he been on the sideline or has he been in the booth? Yeah, that I don't know. And and during his coaching career as he's made his way up, I want a guy who's had that, has had the headsets on on the sideline. I, that just, I, I know that sounds crazy. Do I want to, do you have to be a head coach now? Most most of the hires, by the way, in the NFL in the last handful of years, there's recycling. But most guys are the, who's the hot coordinator? Who's the hot coordinator? Some of them put on the big boy headsets with everything going on around them, and they can't handle it. That's the thing I'm most nervous about. Even if they're on the sidelines. I don't eliminate a guy because he hasn't done it. But I want somebody who's, 
Listen, it's manicky up in that little small booth upstairs, but the sideline is a different place. you got to know how to handle men and the situation on the sideline. But even if they're on the sidelines, not as a head coach, you still don't know. No, you don't. Once they're oh, the no. guy wearing the headset, don't how they're going to react. Timeout, no timeout. Red flag or no red flag. Challenge. What are you doing to a referee? What do you need to say to your offensive line to wake them up? How do you tell a guy he's playing great, but I need this from you? The one thing that bothers me, and I would probably do the same thing, is when I see coaches, and Arthur Smith was guilty of this, arguing two plays later about the same Still play. Going on. Yeah, you've got to let it go it's because coaching. the game is going on no and doubt. you're the head coach. You have to lead by example. You're not doing it there. I'm always, I'll tell you why I get nervous about that. You're not going to win. And you're not smart enough to know you're not going to win. Now, you could tell who's Arthur Smith to believe he's planting a seed? You're not Mike Krzyzewski. You're not getting the next call because you're arguing. If you're arguing two plays later, I'm sorry. Um, you're really wasting everybody's time at that point. Yeah, I don't need any of that stuff. I think Lamar Jackson hit it on the head when he said, Patrick Mahomes and I are like two greats in a heavyweight matchup. This is the proverbial monster movie that... We reference all the time from the first Rocky. There are numbers galore in these games. I got Andy Reid who could win his third title. I got John Harbaugh who could win his second. I got an MVP who could say, not only my MVP here, I won the Super Bowl. That's Lamar Jackson. I got a guy in Patrick Mahomes before his 30 could put himself on the path to tie Tom Brady because he'd be halfway there in terms of Super Bowl wins. I got Detroit who hasn't done anything in that long. Um, and I got Kyle Shanahan with the last pick. Mr. Irrelevant as his quarterback with the best maybe athlete in the NFL this side of Lamar Jackson and Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel might be coming back and I'll give you one more. Mark Andrews practiced yesterday. Oh, the tight end for the Ravens and if they get him back, it's obviously a huge piece. That's did, did you hear what Lamar that's said? That's Lamar Jackson's safety blanket. Did you hear what Lamar said about playing? I don't want to play against Patrick Holmes. Why would I want to, like you guys, uh, why would I want to play against him? You've seen how good he is. That's a, that's a great answer. Uh, Chris Russo, I think, agrees. The Mad Dog said that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback ever while alleging Tom Brady was a game manager. How are my two buddies doing, Nick and Chris? Things good? Doing all right. We man. love you. Thanks, we, guys. We, we Appreciate thank, it. Uh, well, thank you for content like that. He also went after Tony Romo because, remember, going back to the Bill Steelers playoff game, that fumble on the sidelines. Yeah. Someone tried to bat it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, uh, Jim, that's like that Franco Harris play with the fumble. No, the Franco Harris play was the immaculate reception. Right. The holy roller play right. between the Raiders and the Chargers. Yes. I think that's what he meant. And Patience. we went after him for that as well. You know why? He doesn't have 60 years of sports talk experience. That's right. He doesn't even have 60 years of life under his belt. Oh, the left foot. Oh, that. There's a reason you can't advance a fumble inside two minutes of a half or because. a game. Because of that holy roller game. Right. Just go on YouTube if you get a chance. If you don't know what we're talking about. I don't know. If there, there was, was cheating before cheating. If, well, if there was replay, obviously uh, this would have never happened. But if you're a referee, how do you not see that Ken Stable didn't fumble that ball? He just winged it forward. It was cheating before cheating. It's the most bizarre play you'll ever see. I oh, disagree. Right. And the, the Raiders ball, pulled actually. it off. I disagree. It's the most brilliant play you're going to see. <laughs> well, it was desperate that turned in. Yeah. There's a fine line between desperation and brilliance. Crazy. And cheating. Crazy eccentric. It's just your bank account. That wasn't a bizarre play. That was brilliant. Stabler's under pressure playing quarterback for the Raiders. Mm -hmm. As he's going down, he, he literally Rose throws it. the ball forward. Pete Banizak starts kicking the ball around. He throws the ball Gotta forward. Got to get it in the end zone, and brother. And Dave Casper kicks it around the tight end for the Raiders. 
picks it up and scores a touchdown. The word is Ken Stabler told this story that they were yelling at Pete Banizak because he was just going to fall on the ball. Oh, they were like, oh. what are you, nuts? Oh, no. You, you Look can at see all the work as, we've done to you, get you to this Watch point. as he's going down. He throws it like it's a grenade. Yeah. He just throws it forward. It's so classic. I feel, listen, I, I wish I was younger in a lot of ways. My leg wishes I was, my back wishes I was younger. But I'm glad that I actually have seen some of the things I've seen. I want to bring up something with Mike Tirico today that I know we've never talked about with him. I hope I, I hope I remember. Somebody remind me to bring up something I want to talk about, Mike Tirico. All right, you know the drill. Adam, remind Matt to remind me to remind Chris to ask Mike something. What was the question? But I'm I don't happy know. I've that been a I sports can't answer. fan. I'm happy I've been a sports fan for my entire life. You're happy you've been a sports Absolutely. fan. Absolutely. We didn't come to this late. Uh, with all due respect. Uh, being old doesn't have a ton of advantages, but seeing, you know, I've seen things. I remember where I was when the Holy Roller play yeah. took place because it was it was the national game on NBC. It was the four o'clock kickoff at NBC. I was at John Cook's house and we were getting ready to eat hamburgers because we were two fat kids there in 1978. Was it was it dinner time You're or was it that piece of shit? Was it just yeah, it hamburger was, it was, time? Yeah, it was hamburger time, yeah, but hamburger. really any time was hamburger time. We would go. My brother used to say, you two would just go places and eat things. We'd go around just looking for things to eat. You were like rats. <laughs> you were like pizza rats. Yeah, pretty much. So Nick Sirianni had his press conference Did yesterday. He? Did he? And he said he's now having and taking the mindset of reproving himself. It was awkward, but Nick Bizarre. Sirianni in these settings, that's what he is. He's awkward. He's an awkward fella. Between Mike McCarthy and uh, Nick Sirianni, they have two. One was taken away from each. They they are they are dead man walking. That's what they are. They're dead man walking. They're, they're, your organizations have said, if not this year coming up, they'll both be gone. And McCarthy's not getting a new deal. I think Sirianni has time in the deal, but that's not going to matter. And Vic Fangio, the Dolphins let him go. Fangio is going to be the Eagles' new defensive coordinator. And I guess they're on the hunt he for the next offensive coordinator. He, he seems like he's been around he's for been, 50 years. I, I think he was in the Holy Roller game, like as a coach. I think he was on the sideline. Yeah, I would not be surprised. There's talk he might have been, maybe, he might have, I think he was a coach in the Ice Bowl. I heard uh, Heath Klein play this bite for Buck Ballou this morning. Heath has been sitting in doing an outstanding job mm-hmm. with Buck Ballou. No all need to get long, into that. Talking about the possibility of Arthur Smith becoming the next offensive coordinator Pittsburgh. in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a radio guy who said, uh, it would fit. How does he want to do it? He wants to do it with a power back, and he wants to do some run pass. I don't even know if they have a quarterback up there. Like, when when I can tell you that Ryan Tannehill might have been more of a sure thing than anything you have up in Pittsburgh now, that's not really good for the Pittsburgh well, Steelers fan. when you draft a guy like Kenny Pickett in the first round, and now you're saying he was healthy again, and Mason Rudolph, you know, Beat Mike Thomas out. said we're going to play the hot hand. When you're saying now there's going to be an open competition, a quarterback, you don't and, have and Kenny one. Pickett was supposed to be your quarterback of the future, yeah, that tells you all you need to know. You don't have a quarterback. You've got some things going on there. I want to, One more thing about Harbaugh. Um, it is going to be interesting to see. I told you what. They hired him before the OC. He's the most powerful man in the building. He has college coach power. We've seen Nick Saban, most powerful man in Alabama. Jim Harbaugh, if he stayed in Michigan, even with the NCAA right on his heels, would have been the most powerful guy in the state of Michigan. Dan Campbell's got more personality. Uh, Jim's a little squirrely, as we like to say. Can he elevate the Chargers to be more of an equal, if not passing? He's got a chance. He's got a quarterback in Herbert that everybody says, oh, look, look what he's going to do with them, and he'll bring them up. They were 5-12 and 12 last year. They lost a lot of close games, and they might have had. This side of Todd Bowles, they might have had the dumbest coach in the NFL. And Harbaugh maybe turns around business there in Los Angeles. Speaking of the word business. 
It's time for the Business of Sports Minute, presented by Southern Company. Southern Company is building the future of energy for the customers and communities they are privileged to serve. So do you like Texas Hold'em? you like helping out a great cause? Janice Overbeck is the CEO and founder of the Janice Overbeck Real Estate Team and J.O. Gibbs Incorporated. And she's behind what's happening on January the 27th, a couple of days from now. Texas Hold'em Poker Event and Art Show Poker Night, benefiting ALS. Janice, thanks for coming on. And uh, appreciate uh, what you're doing to fight ALS. Tell the folks about what you have happening. Okay. Well, thanks for having me on. We have um, an ALS poker event. It's a fundraiser benefiting Emory ALS um, research. So what we love about supporting Emory's ALS research is they're really searching for a cure uh, to solve ALS um, to prevent it from happening. Um, So we put these poker events on for just one year shy of a decade, I guess. And this year, we're combining our annual art show slash craft show with our poker event. So we have 18 vendors with all kinds of art, ceramics, pottery, fine art, you name it, um, set up around the office. And then we'll have the poker event, um, all heavy hors d'oeuvres and open bar the whole night. So anybody's welcome to stop by our office in Marietta at 2249 Roswell Road in Marietta, Georgia, between 6 and 10 on Saturday night. And um, they can shop the art show. 10% of the art proceeds from the vendors goes to Emory ALS, and 100% of the poker buy-in goes to Emory ALS for so research. The so. key is, Janice, you don't have to be a poker player to attend. You can hang out and, like you said, bid on some of the art and still help out a great cause. Exactly. And if you are not a poker player, I encourage people to come out and check it off their bucket list to try because we have the Texas Hold'em cheat sheets. We have a professional uh, company out with uh, professional dealers and tables, and it's a great way to learn and to get free food and drink, but then also with your buy-in support um, research for ALS. Hey, Janice, real quick, what about the Fiesta 5K races, and what are you guys doing sort of as a tie-in with those? The Fiesta 5K in April is also an event that benefits Emory ALS put on by um, their department, their fundraising department. And we've been the top tier sponsor for that for as long as I can remember. So that's a really fun event in coming Georgia. It's a 5K and it is a qualifier for the Peachtree Road Race. And um, we'll have a tent set up there and goodies, and um, the entry fee goes towards, and of course the sponsors goes all goes towards Emory for research. So that's another great event for people to consider going to if they want to support ALS. Is, is, is um, Dr. Glass still involved in all of this? Yes, he is, and in fact, he told me he's probably going to make it out on Saturday. He cut, he get, he makes he's made it to a couple of these over the years, so I was excited that he might make it this weekend. Well, I know his name is certainly well known around that community, and uh, he has done yeah. a lot of work I mean, for a he, long time. He has, and he's got some awesome claim to fame on some breakthroughs in the research. Um, so my father passed away from ALS, and he he passed away from FPV ALS, which about twenty percent of people with ALS have, and it's. Uh, familial it's genetic and um and so and then my aunt sadly just passed away from this as well a few months ago so we're really passionate about his research because he's he's really working on that segment of um that spd als and and als in research in general but he's his team here is one of the biggest teams in the world working on the spd gene so 
Well, your passion is paying off, helping out families and keeping uh, the memory of your father and your other family members alive. Saturday, January the 27th, 6 to 10, 2249 Roswell Road. You got the Texas Hold'em Poker event and the Art Show Poker Night at All Benefits ALS. Janice, best of luck, and we'll post the information on the website as well. Thanks for coming on and spreading the word. Thanks so much. You guys have a great day. The Business of Sports Minute, presented by our friends at Southern Company. You can check out all our interviews at 680thefan.com, thepodcastpark.com, or on the 680thefan app. All right, in case you missed it, could the Falcons have history repeat itself? It'll all make sense is this when the we bad, come back. Is this the bad repeat itself? Well, I, I don't know. I guess it's open to interpretation. I don't know what you mean by that. We'll, we'll just put it out there when we come back. It's Domino and Cellini. It's the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. There is a health alert in Pinellas County tonight. After a woman was caught on camera urinating into a bucket used to make ice cream and then spitting into the ice cream. Kind of pales, but one of those Florida stories, put in your birthday in Florida, stuff like that will pop up. It's National Florida Day. What's your favorite thing about Florida? The X-Platform question of the day. Domino Cellini here on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Mike Tirico from NBC will join us in about 12 minutes from now. Somebody sent me a, uh, something from the Tallahassee Democrat. As if the alligators down there weren't enough. Supposedly, there's going to be a facility built that will house up to 30,000 monkeys. What do you need 30,000 monkeys for? I mean, are you, are you not asking for a problem? Yeah. I keep telling you, they're communicating when there's two and three of them in a basement someplace. 30,000 of them together. You know what that is? That's an army. That's what it is. It's an army of monkeys. That's your worst nightmare. I, I think that, to a certain extent, is even more horrifying than alligators. And I'll tell you why. Because you know the alligators are going to be, for the most part, yeah, there's going to be stragglers here and there, oh. but they're going to be in the same spot. Oh. The monkeys, if there's an army of monkeys, they that's right. They can you survive cannot prevent place. them from, you know, coming to land and coming up here and, you know, hosting a radio show. Time to start killing monkeys. Let me explain something to you if you live in Georgia. It's really close to Florida. There are alligators here. I, I, I don't know how many are here, uh, but they've migrated north. South Carolina, I see them on golf courses. Guess what's between South Carolina and Florida? Georgia, they're here. 30,000 monkeys in one place. Why don't you just hand them rifles? Why don't you just hand them, I don't know, hand grenades? And let's see what happens. Because what you are doing is you are putting together in one place an ability for them to gather up together and go, I'm not happy being locked up here. How about you? Nope. I say we put a change and a stop to this. And you like think I said, they're you're... If there are 30,000 monkeys in one place, you think they're feeding them well and they're not going to realize they're not being fed well? No. 
And all it takes is one or two leaders to step up and rally the troops. You've got a Cornelius situation on your hands. You know how easy it is to unlock a cage? I've seen it done. Tallahassee Democrat, which means, again, the alligators aren't enough. Let's just screw around with more animals. That what if they make allies? The, places. the monkeys make allies of the alligators. Think about that. Oh, they're all getting together at some point. We're going to be, look, I don't know what year it's going to be. But if you think that movie I Am Legend was fake, that's a documentary, folks. It just hasn't come yet. Uh, Mike Vrabel, I don't know if it's reality or not, but he talked to the Falcons about becoming their head coach. Will he become their head coach? Maybe not, based on what Jeremy Fowler from ESPN said earlier in the day, in case you missed it. Mike Vrabel, if he gets a job someplace, he is going to bring along Arthur Smith as his offensive coordinator. And dare I say, that would be something that's never been done before where you fire a head coach and he comes back immediately in a different capacity under the next head coach. We, we brought it up Monday. This is a thing. Mike Vrabel wants to have success. Don't speak to him if you can't deal with the idea that he might want Arthur Smith in a building. He allegedly went to Arthur Blank's house last night. I would like to know how that part of the conversation went. You know, Arthur, I'm thinking about Arthur Smith. Get out. Or, you know what, Mike, we could do that because I believe... You'd have our best interest at heart. I, w- I want to hear how all of the, I want to hear the icebreakers, the chit-chats, the football stuff, the non-football stuff. Who wants to talk about their family? Who just wants to get down to business? Does anybody bring in books anymore? Does anybody tell you about your team? When do you start talking about the pyramid of power? And not most importantly, but I want to see how does it end? Because I think I'm going to be able to tell how the handshake goes, how the goodbye goes, if that went well. Now, I don't know how it ended the first time around when Harbaugh talked to the Falcons. He was supposed to come in for that second interview yesterday. It didn't happen. We found that out as we were on the show, and we also assumed that meant he was going to get the Chargers job. The Chargers weren't letting him leave Los Angeles. Well, case in point, Jim Harbaugh is now the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. Five-year deal according to what Adam Schefter was reporting. Yeah, I don't don't know. Again, if they hire you before they hire a GM, you're the most powerful guy in the building. You want to work with the GM, you want to have a relationship with the GM, but the GM's not going to be more powerful than Jim Harbaugh. It's not happening. One of the ways you get him to not leave, to get back on a plane to come to Atlanta, and again, Harbaugh didn't need leverage. He didn't need leverage. But they probably knew to not to not have to have competition, if there was going to be competition, do the deal before he leaves. We're good. We agree on everything. Fantastic. I don't know how many guys play for a team and then go coach it. I don't know how many guys win a national championship at their alma mater. I know that Kirby's done it. I know that Harborough's done it. I know Spurrier did it. Um, there's probably more. I think he's the first Sh- NFL. Jordan? Probably one. Maybe. I, I think he's the first NFL coach, though, to play for the franchise and then become their head coach. Maybe I'm wrong about that. No, that can't be right because Mike Dicka did it. Right. Maybe it's the quarterback position. I don't know. Yeah, but he did play for the Chargers for a couple of years. And he, and he has done good work in California. Go look at Stanford. Go look at the San Francisco 49ers. Go look at San Diego State. He maybe likes it out there. In limited time, he's done good work. O- offensive coordinator from the Texans, Bobby Slowick, in town today for a second interview. And he's the guy that I had earmarked from the get-go. Not that that necessarily means much, but it seems like uh, it's getting colder and colder, the thought of Bill Belichick becoming the next head coach of the Falcons. And I guess the Falcons were wowed, or is it wooed? Whatever it is, they were very impressed by Bobby Slowick. Wow. Yeah, they were wowed. It was W-O-W-E-D, three exclamation points. It was written on a, so it must be true. Our friend James Palmer from the NFL Network said he came off very impressive in that first go around. I'm just going to say this. And again, I don't mean this in a bad way. How bad do you have to be to not be impressive? 
How bad do you have to be? Now you can bumble, I guess. I can't. You can't explain anything. I think the the thing you. But can, you wouldn't have been in that position to be a coach at the level that you were at. Is I'm, my point. I guess the thing you can do is maybe you can go up there and take the talent that you have right now on the team and say, this is how this would work. This is how that would work. Yeah. Do you go to the board? Like I think you do. If you're a guy like Bobby Slowick, I think you meeting, do. Who are you going to the board with? Arthur Blank? No, Rich McKay's in the room. Oh. I think Terry Fontenot's in the room. I mean, who else is in the room? You can do that no matter what I say. Put your head on the microphone when I bring up Rich McKay. I mean, you know who's in the room. You know I, who's making the decisions. I saw Mike McDonald do a thing where he talked about his defense. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of cool. Now, he could have been lying to me. <laughs> it's not going to work every time. If you're the offensive coordinator, every play is written up to score a touchdown. 40% of the time. Coordinator, yeah, it works all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, you could fool people with film. You sure know what you I can. like? You know what I like? My resume is my tape. Go look at what we do. You know what we are? We're first in defense. That's Mike McDonald. That's Listen, who we are. I, I joke. First in defense. You can't be any better than first. No, but I joke and you joke about hearing and seeing everything in 60 years combined. Remember, for instance... When Mike Nolan was the defensive coordinator here, you know, you don't need two guys with a lot of sacks. If you get 17 guys to have four sacks, I mean, you you got a defense on your hands. I mean, that's one of the many bizarre things we've heard over the years. This is what he said. He said, I don't need four guys to get 10 sacks apiece for 40 sacks. I'll take 10 guys getting four sacks apiece to get 40 sacks. I'm exaggerating. I know. What in the holy hell? I mean, now I just think you're trying to get me. I do. I think you're okay. I think you're. I think you're pulling a coin out of that kid's ear. I'm not falling for it. I don't think the coin was in his ear. He is not going to fall for the quarter in the ear. Neither will Mike Tirico. He's a very wise man. He saw the Lions up close and personal this past weekend. Now, the Olympics are right around the corner for him. Friend of the show from NBC, Mike Tirico, joins us when we come back here on Domino and Cellini, the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.